Welcome to Expanding Your Faith with Bishop Gregory Godsey and Father Matthew Schnabel. Expanding Your Faith looks at modern faith and spirituality questions, as well as conducts interviews with movers and shakers in different and varied faith traditions. Our broadcast is brought to you by the hardworking staff at the Office of Communications and Media Relations in the Old Catholic Churches International. Stay tuned as we work on expanding your faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 4 of Expanding Your Faith. I am Bishop Greg, and with me is Father Matt. Hello. And uh, I want to first of all say uh, Happy Pride Month to everyone. This is uh, June, the month of Pride. And um, we're going to be talking about some Pride-related discussions today. A lot of stuff going on in the world when it comes to... LGBTQIA rights, and uh, a lot has happened over our break, um, but uh, we want to kind of hit the ground running here at the start of Season 4. Trust me, uh, we're going to get into a lot of heavy discussions, so uh, you might uh, consider this kind of your advanced trigger warning if you're a regular listener to our podcast, um, as... uh, you know, we uh, get started here. So, um, as I am want to do uh, this June, I have started reminding people that uh, Pride Month started with a riot. Uh, Stonewall, uh, back um, about 50 years ago, if not a little more, um, in New York. And so... 69. 69, so... Uh, a little over 50 years ago, um, and here we are, all this time later, and we're still fighting the same crap. <laughs> Just um, rebranded into different packaging. Yeah. Um. As um, as with a lot of issues, we're still uh, we are still um, fighting those issues all this time later. I've said in the past, uh, if Martin Luther King Jr. were alive today, he'd be appalled at how little progress we've actually made. Um, Because they had such momentum, and yet today it feels like we are further back than we've ever been. Um, So anyway, Pride Month. A ton of states have decided to celebrate Pride Month by uh, doing what most people would expect them to do, um, banning trans athletes from sports and banning treatment for trans children. Yes, you heard me right. Um, What a way to kick off Pride Month than a slew of bills meant to criminalize being LGBTQIA. And that's exactly what we have. <clears throat> Texas um, put forth a an executive order by the governor because I think he knew he'd never get it passed by uh, his Senate and House, uh, his legislature in Texas, even. Not with Austin. Um. To um, essentially report all trans children and their parents 
to um, Child Protective Services so that Child Protective Services could investigate them for child abuse, for supporting and affirming their child being trans. And so far, uh, CPS has been called on dozens, if not hundreds, of Texans who, um, because neighbors, friends, family, uh, turn them in for abusing their children, for allowing their children to express their gender as uh, their child feels comfortable with. Um, despite the fact that psychologists um, and doctors, uh, geneticists and everything else have told us that um, it can cause great harm to children not to affirm their gender. Geneticists have ex tried to explain that gender is something that is hardwired into our uh, genome. And yet, unfortunately, people do not listen. So, um, it's a very uh, sad situation um, <coughs> that is going on. Texas isn't the only one, sadly. Other states have decided to jump on board and pass their own type of bills. Florida, in their rush to celebrate uh, Pride Month, they decided they were going to ban the teaching of any gender-related teachings in their public school systems, leaving teachers, of course, confused and unable to teach even the most basic of biology to their students. Uh, and some forms of other sciences well, because many of them are genderfied. I was just going to say, yeah, that was the original intent of the bill and then they modified it to just K through third. Yes. So, so now you can't, kindergartners can't talk about their mommies and daddies and their brothers and sisters. And on top of that... Um, the great governor of, uh, Florida, I believe he goes by, um, uh, King DeSantis, um, uh, issued a proclamation throughout all the land, uh, attacking Disney, poor Mickey Mouse, for them standing up for, uh, LGBTQIA individuals. Oh, and for hosting gay days. Yes, hosting gay days. Which is this weekend. And so, by doing so, DeSantis dumped millions of dollars worth of debt onto the counties uh, that Disney sits in, as well as shuffled all public services off of Disney's bill onto the county, um, pretty much bankrupting counties um, in Florida in an effort to attack Disney. Further, DeSantis has worked to um, even try to challenge the copyright and trademarks of Disney over Mickey Mouse in an effort to try to regain 
revenue by allowing Florida to brand things with the Mickey Mouse image and try to make up for some of the lost revenue, which is really kind of weird. We hate you, but we don't want to lose your money. So because I was stupid enough to do something that would bankrupt the state, I'm now going to uh, use your beloved character for my own personal profit. And the scary thing is, he could be elected to one more term. And what's even scarier is that people think he should run for president. Yes. So, and that's just a tip of the iceberg of things that have happened in our break. All in the lead up to Pride Month. So welcome to Pride Month under that cloud. Oh, and Virginia's trying to ban the private sale of books of Barnes & Noble. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, I forgot about, Virginia, forgot about Virginia trying to ban um, a gender queer book from not only uh, being sold in the state, but to make it illegal to own it as well. Yes, you heard it right, ladies and gentlemen. Their lawsuit would even make it illegal to own the book in the state of Virginia. Leading Isn't that us, amazing? Leading us to call the Republican Party the National Socialist Republican Party. Yes, the National Socialist Republican Party. So, next on the Virginia docket is probably book burnings and witch hunting. Um as well as a return back to the good old days of using leeches and bloodletting as legitimate medical procedures. Oh, and letting barbers perform major surgery. Oh yes, we must allow barbers to do major surgeries. So, if you missed the original, uh, the original uh, Salem witch trials, stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned, you'll get a second opportunity. Especially if Greg Locke has his say about any of it. Wow. We went tremendously dark in a very short amount of time. But it's not all bad. You know, TikTok has been doing everything it can to support LGBTQIA creators during Pride Month by protecting them from abuse and protecting them from threats from homophobes and transphobes and bigots of all stripes and flavor by banning and deleting the accounts of prominent LGBTQIA creators, all in the name of protecting them from abuse. So we at least have that to be thankful for. Um, and I can tell you, having spent a lot of time on TikTok, they're doing a tremendous job because the number of uh, threats I get has, each day has nearly doubled in the month of June. So they are doing the good work on TikTok. So... <clears throat> oh, and vilifying LGBTQ content creators in the process. Oh, yes. Every chance they get. So, um, we are quite thankful for all the hard work of social media 
to make the uh, this Pride Month something that can be truly great and wonderful for everyone as long as you're cis, white, male, and fundamentalist Christian. Um, and yes, I said that out loud. So essentially it was. Yes. So, um, I am reminded of a song by the great uh, Childish Gambino, This Is America. He needs to add a couple of new verses uh, that explains the treatment of LGBTQIA individuals in America. Um, and that would be another great hit for him, if, he, if he's listening. Uh, <laughs> um, but thankfully we do have good creators out there like Lil Nas X who is doing his best to uh, bring us gay anthems as much as humanly possible. So uh, we are very thankful for Lil Nas X uh, this Pride Month. And we will call you by your name. Yes. Um, so... What are some of the other things I want to talk about? I don't want this podcast to be just depressing. Um, as we've highlighted all the depressing things going on in the lead up to Pride Month. Uh, surely there have been some good things, and there have. Um, more and more and more um, uh, people have come out on um, social media who are ministers affirming LGBTQIA individuals this month, which I find to be very positive and affirming. We have seen more organizations and businesses around the world um, coming out with pride-related gear and pride-related items for um, this month. Uh, Oreo uh, did a tremendous job on their packaging uh, for Pride Month with affirming statements for people throughout the uh, Alphabet Mafia. Kellogg's. Kellogg's is doing uh, great work. And of course Skittles is doing their typical uh, Pride Month uh, celebration, which involves all white Skittles. Um, uh, because of course the rainbow is reserved for us. So. Oh, and a local hospital system, not to be named, um, in the area has just released a new um, campaign that they're doing for their nursing and physician staff to that is a rainbow ID card um, that they can put behind their ID card on their stacks of ID cards that tells them how to best ask, ask affirming questions to LGBT pe people as well as um, what labs to run in what situations and um, what questions and, and um, specific for that um, demographic are needed, such as um, asking trans people if they're in a safe domestic relationship and that sort of thing. Very good. So We need more of that throughout the country. Uh, we need less uh, anti-LGBTQIA safe havens and more uh, safe havens for LGBTQIA individuals. Um, so uh, I think that uh, it's a good idea. We can go ahead and 
Uh, build uh, Trump's wall finally, um, except this time make sure that uh, um, Texas and Florida are on the other side of it, and all those anti-LGBT states are on the other side of the wall. That will uh, help us out tremendously. I say that in jest, of course. I don't actually I'm about to mean say that. there aren't people in those states that are trying to do good work. There are. There are people in those states who are standing up to the bigotry and to the hatred. Um, and uh, um, trying their best to be a role model to all people. Um, so that uh, they can feel safe and affirmed uh, where they are. So, one of the things I would like to uh, talk about today is, number one, uh, I think that it's important that we point out that um, Pride Month, while it started... Um, specifically addressing LGBTQIA issues. It is an opportunity for us in the community to affirm all people. Okay? Um, not just those within our community. And I think far too often we forget that there are other marginalized communities in the world that need our support and help. And while we can celebrate and affirm Pride Month, and Pride Month is very necessary. Um, I saw a meme earlier today that I thought was very good, and it said, Pride Month isn't about being prideful of who we are. It's about reminding people who may feel that they don't have the right to exist, that they are loved and accepted. You know, and that's very true. And that's of everyone. You know, people of color, indigenous uh, women and men. Um, even people who are marginalized because of where they come from. Not just racial, but ethnic. Um, people who are isolated because of their religion. Um, you know, we have to do better as a community, not just embracing our own community, but also embracing other marginalized communities and helping amplify their voices. Okay? Not only that, but we also have to work better at affirming our own community. I was at a meeting this past week where a, another person from the LGBTQIA community, a person who um, is gay, while we were discussing um, LGBTQIA issues and affirmation of LG LGBTQIA individuals, he spoke up and made the comment that, well, the gay community is kind of divided on trans individuals, whether they should even be part of the community, whether they're real or whether they're just play acting. And that hurt. That hurt a lot. Um, especially coming from another member of the community. That is not appropriate. You know, 
Um, and yet, he felt quite comfortable saying that. He felt quite comfortable being that dismissive of people in his own community. Let's not forget, the very first people at the Stonewall Riot, the very front people fighting the fight, the very first people attacked by police were trans individuals. Transgender individuals led the movement, led the fight. And so, yeah, Marsha Johnson. So instead of vilifying them and marginalizing them, we in the LGBTQIA community have to be accepting and affirming of everyone in the community. You know? We have that discussion all the time where certain members of the community want to isolate certain other members. Oh, you're not valid. Oh, you shouldn't be part of the community. Oh, but that's not how that works. And it shouldn't work that way. Okay? And so... It is one of those things that we have to do better with. I understand that there are a lot of people that are not terribly affirming either. And sadly, we give a lot of them too much of our time and effort. Okay? I have begun to realize this recently. There will be some people you can just never change their mind. And they will forever see what they do and say as not really being offensive. As not really being hurtful. Well, that's just how I was raised. Okay. Oh, that's just how I feel. Oh, that's just what I was taught. Oh, you can't teach a new dog, an old dog, new tricks. Well, yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, you can teach an old dog new tricks. And you know what? It's time you start trying to learn. When you say that, you know, that's just the way you've been raised and taught, that's just how you feel. That's a cop-out. You're essentially saying, I don't have to try to work to be a better person. I don't have to work to be more understanding or affirming of others. I'll just stay stuck in my ways. Well, when you do that, you're never going to improve. You're never going to change the world for the better. You're part of the problem, not part of the solution. So it's time to be part of the solution, folks. And for those that just absolutely will not change their minds, sometimes the best thing to do is walk away. I know that's painful, but it's true. If they can't love you and affirm you for who you are, why are you wasting your time with them? Why are you bothering with them? You're not going to be able to make it any better. So, at a certain point, you have to decide, 
I've tried enough. It's not going to improve. So I'm done. Okay. And so that's good advice for anybody. You know, whether they're in a situation with racists or bigots or homophobes or, you know, misogynists. There's a lot of misogynists out there these days. Um, it is how it is. Sometimes you just have to walk away from them instead of giving them the opportunity to continue being abusive and dismissive and hurtful. Um, I also want to talk for just a minute about um, some ways you can get help. If you're in a situation where you're unsafe, or if you're in a situation where you feel that um, you just can't take it anymore, there are places where you can get help. And especially uh, places geared towards the LGBTQIA community. Um, so I think that it's important that we share that information so that people can, um, you know, get the help that they need when they need it. And one of those is the Trevor Project that helps LGBTQIA youth and adults. <laughs> you can reach them at thetrevorproject.org. Um, or you can call them at one 866 488-7386 that's 1-866-488-7386 um, if you need some help also if you're in crisis and you need help you can text HOME to 741741 for help over text uh, or you can call the U.S. Uh, suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you are uh, someone who has um, um, in an abusive relationship, uh, sexually abusive uh, relationship, you, or abusive period, domestically abusive, you can contact RAIN at 1-800-656-HOPE. That's 1-800-656-4673. You can also contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. 1-800-799-7233. Or the Trans Hotline at 877-565-8860. That's 877-565-8860. Five six five eight eight six zero. And as always, you can join us on our Discord server where we have those uh, numbers and websites posted um, for anybody that needs them twenty four seven. So just know that you're not alone. You are loved and accepted by this family right here. Uh, here at our podcast or on any of our lives um, on TikTok, <clears throat> Bishop Gregory G. or Old Catholic Bishop. 
on YouNow at younow.com forward slash Bishop Greg or on Facebook. Um, I don't remember what I am on Facebook. I am something on Facebook. <laughs> um, let me see here. I am. Who am I? Um, well, I can't find it. Um, anyway. Oh, here we go. I am Bishop Godsey, G-O-D-S-E-Y, Bishop Godsey, um, on Facebook. So, uh, and our podcast is on Facebook, expanding-your-faith, um, on Facebook.com. So, you can join us anytime for, um, and get help or assistance. <coughs> our church the Old Catholic Churches International, our parish, St. Francis Parish in Augusta, Georgia, and our other large parish in Flowertown, Pennsylvania, St. Miriam's Parish and Friary, uh, are all affirming uh, churches, accepting and welcoming and opening all of our clergy are around the United States and around the world, um, are open and affirming and loving and accepting of all people. So... Um, if you need assistance, you can always find someone with a willing ear to listen and to do what they can to help you. Um, so you're not alone, and you are loved um, right here. Yes, Gales, go ahead with your question. I love recording our podcast live because then I can take questions from the audience uh, if they have questions or comments. Um, that's always a good thing. So, um, yeah. So if anybody has any questions or comments, they can type them in the chats, and I will answer them as I come to them. Um, and try to, uh, help you out some. And maybe your question might help somebody else who has the same question. <laughs> okay. And uh, do butterflies have anything to do with butter? Well, that's not really germane, Lucy, but uh, no. <laughs> butterflies have nothing to do with butter. <laughs> uh... Telling Lucy to go away? Lucy is one of our moderators, dear friend of mine, been here for years, and so uh, he always has to ask me something funny. Uh, I didn't see your question, Gales. It must not have come through. I saw, I feel more honest and open with you while not sober. Um, so, uh, yeah, but uh, it's always uh, good to have people in here who can lighten the mood from time to time, especially since our podcast got off to the kind of a dark start. <laughs> yeah, 
I thought we were uh, singing Simon Garfunkel for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we had a flashback to Simon and Garfunkel. We were. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we're talking tonight about uh, LGBTQIA rights and things. Uh, no, Blake, your questions did not pop up. I can't see questions. Can't say now, anything so. if I'm sober, to be honest. Okay. Yes, always lightens the mood. Yes. No, I can't see your questions, Blake. Uh, type them in Discord to me, please. <laughs> Something that Gail's is trying to type keeps getting blocked. I'm only getting part of the uh, uh, part of their question. So, but uh, yeah. I do get it. Um, so Blake asks, I wanted to know your thoughts on rainbow capitalism. Companies using pride symbols during June. Many big companies do this, yet lobby uh, anti-LGBTQ politicians. That's a very good question, Blake. Um, you know, I find it very hypocritical of people and organizations who, during the month of June, capitalize off of uh, the rainbow. Uh, yeah, Target is one of the bad ones. So is Walmart. Walmart will routinely put out uh, rainbow and pride items during the month of June, but then they are terrible about giving a ton of money to anti-LGBTQIA politicians. Um, you have to be consistent in my book. If you're not consistent then, you know, to me, it is fake platitudes. Uh, Amazon, McDonald's, yeah, many different organizations do it. Um, PetSmart, which is one of the things that I was complaining about today in another situation that I'm in. You know, somebody says, well, I apologize for my transphobic um, comments made years ago. But they've continued to make transphobic and uh, comments and microaggressions towards trans individuals ever since. Well, then that just kind of wipes away your apology. If you've continued to behave in that way, it wipes away your apology. Amazon is bad too? Yes. Yes. Millions given to candidates get tax relief, tiny percentage given to the cause they claim to support. Yes. And I think that's terrible. I think it's it's an appalling thing. And I think that we should call out those organizations for their fake platitudes towards the LGBTQIA community. I think it's also important, though, and I did this this morning. I called out Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness um, posted a huge thing about supporting the LGBTQIA community yesterday how all their gyms are affirming of, of LGBTQIA individuals. But then this morning I also saw uh, several videos of people of color 
being forced out of Planet Fitness locations because a person didn't like the way they looked or the way they talked or the way they, one, the way they walked in the door offended someone and so they called the police and had them trespassed at a Planet Fitness gym. Well, you cannot do all of this great rainbow stuff and how we affirm the LGBTQIA community and be racist. It just runs afoul of inclusion and acceptance, you know, because there are so many people of color in our community. And so you are essentially saying, you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth when you do that. And so I called them out for it. You can't claim to be inclusive and accepting and affirming when you throw out people of color. You know, it just, it does not how it works. So I believe organizations have to be, you know, consistent with their message. Uh, if you're going to support anti-LGBTQIA uh, politicians, don't bother posting rainbows during June. You know, so that's just my take on that. Are there any other questions or comments uh, before we close out the podcast? The military is the only community that stays consistent when accepting minorities. Businesses should take note. Yeah, Very true, Lucy. Yeah, a rainbow at a Hobby Lobby. There's something really screwed up there. That's right. That's right. So, all right, folks. Well, if there is nothing else, then we're going to wrap up this episode of expanding your faith, and we hope that you will join us again. Next week, Saturday night at 8 p.m., when we once again bring you a podcast. Um, no idea what we're going to talk about next week, but we'll get there. Uh, the live will continue even after the podcast. Uh, but um, uh, until next week, when we once again attempt to expand your faith, keep shining bright, my friends.